Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. My name is Joa Hogan. Over this last year, I've had the opportunity and privilege to have conversations with Iowa hospital leaders. During the majority of those conversations, I asked, can you tell me a lesson COVID-19 has taught you? The following is a compilation of responses to that question. Our first group of guests we hear from are David Berg, President and CEO of Methodist Jenny Edmondson, Deb Herzberg, President and CEO of Avera Holy Family Hospital, Ryan Meyer, Site Administrator at Cedar Falls Medical Center and VP of Operations with Mercy One Northeast, and Catherine Hillestead, CEO at Adair County Health System. They discuss the resiliency of healthcare professionals, that we need to start expecting the unexpected, being thankful, and having the ability to change and be flexible. I think the COVID pandemic has really reinforced what what I and we really have known for quite a while. And that is folks in the healthcare industry are incredibly resilient, always willing to to, to step up and to identify solutions and overcome challenges, no matter how significant they may be. Couldn't be prouder to work with a group of people that I've had the pleasure to to work with and uh, truly consider them all to be family to be grateful for what you have, to not always expect that things are going to go exactly in your life like you think that they're going to do. You know, we always think we have a plan for everything and we always think that we know the answer and we always think that we can absolutely know the answer and everything's going to just go without a problem. And the life lesson for me, I think through this whole pandemic is that we don't always have the answer. We don't sometimes even have a clue what the answer is. And we've got to take it one day at a time, even sometimes one hour, one minute at a time. And to always, always be grateful and thankful for what we have today. When you ask that question, it just takes me back about two years ago now, this month, sitting in an incident command room with all of our other leaders and just learning more about COVID at that time and what it meant for us and how we had to prepare for it. For me, it was really the ability to change and that our ability to adapt and our best set plan maybe we had in place or you, the plans you put that for that day, all of a sudden you show up the next day and you had to be able to, to change that and kind of move on a swivel to be able to respond to that next day's call. So really the ability to change, the adaptability to change was a key piece of getting through that, that time frame. And I would say continued on here with COVID is just the strength in working with others, the strength in partnerships and those relationships, having that good team to really come together and, and how do you best tackle a problem and, and having the right people in the room. So those the key and, and the partnerships and teamwork that we have. Gosh, there are so many lessons we've learned, I think, from COVID-19. Obviously, one is to be flexible. I tend to be someone who likes to stick to schedules, likes to stick to meeting time. You know, I'm very structured. One thing that I've learned and one thing that I've been working on is things won't always go as planned. So how do we work with the circumstances we're given to make sure that whatever it is that you need done is done in a way that might not be the same way it should have been done, but how can we work to be flexible with that and creative in ways to get things done? I also think another thing would be communication is key. Good communication is key. It's, it's huge. I mean, obviously being in healthcare, it's important to let your team, to let your 
employees know what's going on. So I can't stress good communication enough. Next, we hear from Kristen Hendrickson, CEO at George C. Grape Community Hospital, David Stark, President and CEO of Unity Point Health Des Moines, and Ben Davis, CEO of Osceola Regional Health Center, as they discuss the meaning of work, the importance of communication, not taking things for granted, relationships, and coming together. COVID definitely taught me that hard work, that extra work that we have to put in, it means something when others aren't able to, that community of it all. And COVID definitely brought forth community even when we were separated, when we had to be separated. We still found so many ways to still be in touch with each other. And that is extremely important because you didn't want anyone to fall through any of the cracks. You didn't want anyone to be suffering by themselves with anything or worrying by themselves or have anxiety by themselves. You want to be able to, you know, have that capability to reach out to them and get to them, even if it was via the internet or via Zoom or Teams meetings or something. Understanding when they had to be home, their kids were out because of COVID. So they were being a teacher and and a parent and the stress that came um, behind it. So Burnout was something that we, you know, really need to pay attention to. And even within my own life, you know, the burnout of it, watching the stress of, you know, your children, your family, your spouse, just trying to keep everything, you know, everyone trying to keep, keep afloat. So taking that time to take a breath. Yeah, I don't know how you can go through the last 21 months without having the pandemic affect you very personally and, and obviously professionally too. what taught me. Joa, is a couple of, of really important things. Number one is we shouldn't take our health for granted and we shouldn't take our team for granted. You know, having to plan for this and doing all the disaster preparedness, you know, we did all those exercises in the back of my mind thinking we're not going to have to use that for a pandemic. Well, it was, it was really important that we did that to be able to prepare for how to run incident command, how to handle curveballs thrown at you very quickly. It really taught us to act on our feet. Planning cycles in our world, maybe our annual or quarterly, we had to do them weekly, sometimes daily. And it was a reminder that we can do that and how important it is to work together as as a team, whether that's independent physicians, your local public health department, uh, state government, your traditional competitors, I, one thing I'm probably the most proud of uh, during the pandemic is our relationship with, in our region, Mercy One, and then Broadlawns and the VA. We had a very close and still do close working relationship in terms of supplies, policies, protocols, communication that really helped us get through it. Well, COVID-19 was certainly uh, uh, through a wrench into uh, our, our daily activities. Uh, but it did really teach me, and, and I think our team would, would agree that we can achieve anything when we come together for the common good. And I, I say that because we made we had to make a lot of changes here, and, and our staff adapted very quickly, but they did it because they knew it was the right thing to do. They knew it was to pre- protect our patients, to protect them. And so really, it was really great to see all of our staff coming together and even collaboration with other hospitals in our area. It's just great to see that, that kind of collaboration when times get tough. 
And finally, we hear from Jill Groff, Vice President and Site Administrator of Mercy One Old Wine Medical Center, Ron Claver, CEO of Montgomery County Memorial Hospital, and Dr. Anthony Coleman, President and CEO of Broadlawns Medical Center, as they discuss being grateful, appreciation and gratitude, public health, dedication, and the importance of attitude and kindness. I reflect back on some of those days that kind of felt like Groundhog Day, to be honest. And uh, my family was all at home and doing remote learning. And I was the only one, you know, for weeks or months, it seems like that was really getting out and doing my regular work and Zoom things were going on, you know, birthday parties and events were changed or more remote. And uh, like everybody, we were missing our routines and missing that contact with others that are special to us and sort of ongoing feeling of dread of loss and things like that. And I really resonated around the idea that I've got to help my work colleagues and my family at home recognize things to be grateful for. So I would intentionally ask them, you know, at supper at night or at some point, um, you know, in the evening, what are you grateful for today? And really make everybody think about what's at least one thing or a couple things that we all can name um, that are different from each other's uh, that we're grateful for in that day. And during the pandemic, that was especially important to do because there were uh, days that we might not be in that mindset, but to really take that sense of I need to just pause and think about all the the blessings and all the things that are you know going well and that are wonderful about the day uh, has been something that I, I try to carry into work and you know in our reflections and uh, recognitions at work talk about you know people and situations that I'm grateful for and commend them for different things that I see them doing throughout their work day too so I think the intentional sense of appreciation and, and finding gratitude in those days and moments has been a takeaway for me. We live in a very fragile world and we've got to take great care to avoid catastrophe. You know, the, the public health infrastructure, you know, really took a beating, but I have to give so much credit to those folks. They worked hard to keep us safe. And I'm a student of history, and I have, you know, looked back across time and, and distance, and, you know, it doesn't take much to come across some real disasters in human history. And, and I think our public health infrastructure helped us to avert a real disaster. So I think, again, it reinforced, you know, how fragile the world we live in is, and uh, that's important. What we do in healthcare is an extension of the public health infrastructure. Uh, we are part of that infrastructure and we were integral to it. And so that that's one lesson is how important it is and how fragile uh, life is in our world. The second is that healthcare workers are just second to none when it comes to dedication to their cause, their craft, and helping their fellow human beings. I am beyond proud to work alongside of and support amazing people who take care of the sick and dying. It has reinforced the great honor and privilege of the chair I now sit in. And my goal each and every day is to honor them, make sure they have what they need so they can take care of the patients who depend on us. 
so that's kind of you know bringing those two lessons together and uh, uh, we, we've got to work together and uh, keep each other safe. COVID-19 is still teaching us every day but one lesson that it has taught me or I'll say reiterated a lesson that my mother taught me and it's very simple my mom would say it's nice to be nice and so when you think about what this country has been through over the last two years with COVID and people who have lost loved ones or people who have almost lost their own lives through COVID, the importance of a smile or the importance of a kind word or the importance of understanding that people have been through a lot really goes a long way. A little bit of kindness goes a long way. So COVID reiterated that to me. That's a lesson that I've always been taught by my mother, but COVID just kind of put it back in the forefront. I hope that everybody learns that lesson because that's what we need nowadays. We need more kindness and we, quite frankly, we need more love. This concludes the 2022 season of the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. We look forward to many more conversations next year and we'll return with monthly episodes starting in January. Thank you for listening and happy holidays.